0: I want to check your stability today, okay? I want to check your emotional stability. Are your emotions stable? I should probably ask your kids. I should probably ask your boss. Oh man, Samson was a drama queen, operated not just by emotion but he operated for emotion. Now, there's a the difference. You need to have emotions. I mean, come on. What kind of preacher would I be if I didn't have emotions? Can you imagine, like, you know, the bands finishing a song, and I walk up with no emotion? How it would it just kill the, the whole thing? Well, praise the Lord if you want to. I mean, you don't have to. You don't feel like this. All right. I'm glad God gave me my emotions but he gave them to me. That means I get to use them for his purpose. And Some of you, you don't have emotions. They have you. I'm going to scan the room real quick. Yeah, Yeah, it's about 50-50 men and women. See, when I say emotions, you think I'm talking about her. I think men are 10 times more emotional than women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Governor Hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are too. Because Look, Samson's wives would cry, but Samson would kill. Who's more emotional? I mean, I I need my emotions, and you need your emotions to do what we're called to do. If you're going to preach, you need to feel it when you preach. I don't care what any of y'all say. You need me to holler every once in a while when I'm preaching. You, you do. You need me to holler at you one time. <laughs> Nothing more than to wake you up. And, and, and You need me every once in a while when I'm preaching. Bring it down to that level of intensity with a hushed, forced devotional whisper designed to communicate intensity with intimacy. <laughs> Emotions, isn't it crazy though? The same emotions that can make me a good preacher can make me a crazy driver. Because I can get just as loud behind the wheel as I can behind the mic. It's what you do with them. And and I believe God gave Samson. If you want to read his story this week from Judges thirteen to sixteen, that would be your homework. And read how how God called him to deliver the Philistines and he gave him the emotional passion to do it but 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 Samson took his passion and spent it on his preference instead of applying it to his purpose so instead of delivering his people from the Philistines he reacted out of rage and married the Philistines are you stable in your emotions and are you stable in your commitment? Because if you consult your emotions to determine whether or not to keep your commitment, you'll never be stable. Three things Samson was told not to do, and he did all three of them because he wasn't committed. Now, I'm going to tell you something I didn't tell any of the other worship experiences. If you want to hear it, say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, I totally want to hear this, Pastor Steven. <laughs> When when the angel came to tell Samson's mom that he was supposed to be a deliverer of Israel, she never told his dad that. And I wonder, did anybody ever tell him? Or did he just grow up knowing that he was strong and not know what he was strong for? Because when you have a strength that you don't give an assignment to, it turns into apathy, and you spend it in all kinds of crazy ways. So I want you to check your ambition. That's the third thing, your ambition. Are you stable in your ambition? Because if what you want isn't what God wants, even if you get it, it'll destroy you. And All I can find in the Bible that Samson ever wanted bad enough to do something to get it was revenge and women. So he had the strength to accomplish it, but he didn't have the ambition to point the strength in the right direction. Elijah asked me regularly if I think he's going to be a great musician. And I tell him honestly, because I'm a dad, mom can tell him, yeah, baby, you're gonna be the best. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's not my job. My job is to say it depends. Because one coach that I had said, there's three things you need to be great in sports, and I believe it applies to anything in life. He said, you need talent, and Elijah's got talent. He's always been beating on something in rhythm since he was like, he's beating on Holly when he was inside of her. You feel him kicking and stuff. And he's got the second thing you need, which is opportunity. Because I bought him the instruments and I put him in the classes, but he said the third thing you need is drive, and nobody can put the desire in you. Nobody can, can, can put it in you to want it. Can I tell you the problem with a lot of us? We don't want enough. We don't want enough. We just want a job. We don't want to make a difference there. We just want enough for us. We don't ever ask God, God, would you give me more than enough? And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about of other resources as well. I need, I need more opportunity to be a blessing. I don't just want to be blessed. I want to be a blessing. Samson was only strong enough to get what he wanted, nothing more, and he underperformed his potential because he didn't have a stable ambition. He saw a woman he wanted, her, he took her. He took what he wanted. But if your ambition is not aligned with your assignment, even your achievements will be empty. And he lost his strength. He lost it in stages with every compromise. And eventually came to the point where he felt weak, but he wasn't weak, he was unstable. An unstable man in an unstable nation. And you know what I think Samson's big deal was? And maybe this is just a breakout session for the students in the church. Is are you stable in your relationships? Samson got into all of his trouble listening to the wrong people, wanting to be around the wrong people. He was hooking up with the Philistines that he was supposed to kill. I'm not telling you to kill anybody, but I am saying that in this season of your life, if God is to stabilize you so that you can be stronger, you can't keep leaning on weak people. Thank you. Thanks for the applause. I feel the love. There's very little of it, but what little there is, I feel it. Because if you get around the wrong group of friends and you think I'm just talking to teenagers, I'm talking about some of us that live in isolation. It's not that we have the wrong people. We have nobody. Samson wouldn't listen to his parents who told him, don't marry that Philistine woman. He wouldn't listen to the ones who really loved him. He fell in love with the ones who hated him. So, if you keep leaning on weak people, don't be surprised when they let you down. If you put your head in Delilah's lap, don't be surprised when you wake up all. Come on, in this season, you might need some new people. You might have to join a new group. You might need a new squad. Tell somebody, say, I got goals. I got squad goals. And in this season of my life, I need somebody who's stable. I can't just be around people who are this way one day and another way the next. I need to be around some people who have faith. Check your neighbor and say, are you stable? Come on, check them out. Push on them a little bit. Can can you take a storm and stay with me? Can you put up with the trials of life and persevere? I need some stable people. Stable. Stable. Stable stable it means that you know it can't just be pushed around see this camera is on a tripod you can't see it but the reason that it's able to hold steady is because of what's under it god said it's not what's happening at the surface that's causing your life to go up and down you just need a stable foundation are you stable And so he's gonna stabilize this the fifth thing, my belief. How many believers do I have? But but belief, belief. Belief in what you can't see. They they cut Samson's hair, and after they cut his hair, he had forfeited his strength because he had lost his stability. And then, so once they took his stability, they took his sight. They gouged out his eyes. But when they took out his eyes physically, it was only an external indication of what had already happened internally, because Samson hadn't had vision for twenty years, and he. Uh, and he became a slave. A strong man became a slave. His strength was turned into weakness. And they led him out one day to the temple of Dagon. That was their grain god. The Philistines, this oppressive people, they brought him out and they had 3,000 people watching him. And the one who had made a laughing stock of them, they were now laughing at. And uh, I want to show, show it to you real quick because it says, while they were in high spirits 25 they said let's bring out samson to entertain us so they called samson out of the prison and he performed for them but then they made a mistake what they did next was their downfall because the bible says that they stood him among the pillars what do pillars do to a building they Stabilized the building. So they put him among the pillars. And when they put him among the pillars, see, he can't see. He doesn't have his eyes anymore. And I want you to watch with me how it was in his most vulnerable state that Samson accomplished his greatest victory. I came to preach this message today for somebody who needs a second chance. Maybe your strength has seemed very low lately. Maybe you've collapsed under the pressure of an unstable life. But Samson now… Samson is standing there, and he doesn't have his sight. And they shaved his hair. But another mistake that they made when they shaved his head is, when they shaved his head, they should have taken his scalp. Because one thing about hair is, see, that's when Holly sometimes she'll say, I'm thinking about getting a a haircut. What do you think? And I say, Try it. If you don't like it, it'll always, it'll what? and so samson now it's been a while and they cut his hair and he gave up his strength but guess what it's growing back i came with an announcement for somebody who's been living under oppression your strength is coming back touch three people tell them it's growing back it's growing back i see it it's growing back and he said to the servant Oh, this sermon is a blessing to me. Thank you, Lord, for second chances. Thank you for new strength. Thank you for renewing my mind. Thank you for placing me among the pillars. And he said, put me where I can feel the pillars. So, so they put him where he could feel the pillars. Everybody say, don't move they put him where he could feel the pillars and he's with his with his eyes gouged out he said i want to feel the pillars that i may lean against them and then i want to go to verse 29 because i think it brings full circle what i've been trying to say to you today then samson reached okay he can't see but he can reach He's reaching, Samson reached toward the two central pillars on which the temple stood. Now, the next two words I'm gonna need your help with because I can't see. But the Bible says that Samson did something in this moment that created his greatest victory. And when I say three, I want you to shout out what he did next. What did he do? One, two, three. He did what? He did what? What you're going to do in this next season? What you're going to do when the storms rage? What you're going to do when it seems like hope is lost? What you're going to do when friends forsake you? What you're going to do when you don't know what to do? I'm going to praise myself. Praise yourself. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man what God has prepared by his spirit, it was when he couldn't see that he believed. and Samson prayed to the Lord in his weak state. Now I understand it. He turned weakness into strength because he believed when he couldn't see, and he, he did in his death what he was never able to do in his life. He braced himself, and when he braced himself, he pushed the pillars, and when he pushed the pillars with all of his might, because he braced himself, he found out his strength never left him. It was there all along, and you're about to discover today this is a stabilizing word. God sent me with a message to stabilize you today. You've been tossed and driven. Like James says, you've been like a wave of the sea tossed and driven with the wind. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, and you hadn't been strong because you hadn't been stable, but if you brace yourself… Well, look, there's my sermon points. Look how that turned out. Would you do me the proud honor of locating 12 people and re-preaching my sermon and tell them brace yourself? Would you do it? Would you find them right now and tell them brace yourself for what God's about to do in your life? Hey, thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video or live stream and share this video with a friend. And don't forget, you can join me live every Sunday. Thanks again for watching.